we got, shit, we to do, we got shit to do. We don't have stuff to worry about. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this how this thing works? I don't know. I hit, hit the record button. I feel like we haven't done this in a while. <laughs> we missed last week. So. Uh, I mean, we missed last week. That's what they say. Uh, welcome to another episode of AWA Gaming. Episode, I'm going to say 118. Yeah, 118. That's where we're at. <laughs> I'm your podcast MC Perry. And today, I have, of course, Stone. Jen's out. She wasn't feeling too well. And, you know, Jason's out here making them bucks. <laughs> That's right. So, and if you're not familiar with why we do things here at Ava Gaming, look at video games in a way that they might be influential to the game community. And also talk about the latest gaming news. And just talk that shit and have a good time. So, if you're ready, we freestyle that shit. Oh, yeah. Because there was a lot that we can get to. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like I say, we weren't we were out last week. So, yeah, uh, man, we needed that week off. We did, we did. Because <laughs> now the summertime is going to happen, and video games are going to happen like a motherfucker. And I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm here for it. I'm here for video yeah. games coming out is always a good thing, right? Like, yeah. I mean, used to be like summer was the fucking dry spell for games. Yeah. You know, it was all. You know, Christmas releases and like you get some stuff in the spring and like that's it. That's about it. It's like a, summer was a dry well, but now it's like <laughs> fucking free, dude. Go about, for what you know. Yeah, we're about to get into like a deluge. <laughs> oh gosh! Did you get my text yesterday? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was like, I saw that. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the fuck is this? Shit? <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, the Final Fantasy Seven. Intergrade is yes. coming out June 10th, which is the same day as Ratchet and Clank. That's right. <laughs> I, I think something else is coming out that day too, isn't it? I think so. What the hell is there's, some, there's something else coming out on that day too. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I remember what it is, but there's something else big. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. And I mean, fuck, like the week before, or I guess, I guess it's two weeks before you got uh, Biomutant is coming yeah. out in, on. Um, May 25th, right? Yeah, May 25th, that's right. May 25th. Uh, so that game looks cool. Um, I'm hoping, hoping it is as cool as it looks. Like it, I think it's one of those I'm going to wait on a review for. You know, yeah. got to see some gameplay and stuff before I decide I want to buy it. Yeah. Uh, but it looks neat. It's on my radar. So. Mm, mm, mm. I'm looking at a list right now. Stone's over here doing big things. Make, yeah. Make make it, make, making some big moves like playing the... A 20-year-old game. Yeah, so I was about to ask you, what are you playing? Uh, so I started playing uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Uh, it got re-released in like a surprise, like like it, it was announced, like it was leaked that it was going to get uh, put out on like Wednesday, and then Thursday they officially announced it with the trailer, and then Friday is the, when they dropped the game on the Xbox, PlayStation, and uh, Nintendo Switch stores. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm sorry. We do have another big game does come out that day. Might as well just put some a lot of money back. It's like three games in one week. Ninja Gaiden comes out that Ah, <laughs> oh, Ninja Gaiden. That's what it was. Like, I know there was another one that was supposed to come out that day. What the fuck was it? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's um, one of the, like, the old school like action RPGs. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, like what I said. So it's basically like a direct port of D and D three point five uh, into video game format, basically. Like mm. it's three point five. You said yeah, D and D three point five. Okay, uh, cool. But yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Um, 
it's a lot of fun, and I really hope that it means they're going to put the second one out mm-hmm. as well, uh, because it is leaps and bounds better than the first game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to our listenership. Shout out to everyone that's been waiting for the next podcast. Like I said, we just took a break last week. We needed it, so we're mm-hmm. back. Um, we actually got our first strike. We'll make sure not to have, make that happen again. But whatever. <laughs> I'll try. And if not, we'll just go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that, that copyright strike, that DMCA. <laughs> I think I, I think what the problem was I played a full ass song and then, I even gave copy like I even told who it came from. I even gave it credit to the people. Whatever. Copyright strikes. Whatever. Um, Resident Evil Eight did come out this weekend. It's, mm-hmm. Um, have not played it yet. Been too busy playing Monster Hunter and other games. <laughs> Maybe that's what Jen's doing. She's yeah. not actually sick. She's just playing Resident Evil. I yeah, know. Yeah, 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 she, yeah, she's over playing Village. Like Sarah, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, isn't that not the first one? I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I haven't played myself. I'm not really a big Resident Evil guy, but I've been hearing people talk about it on you know on the interwebs and. Uh, Seems like people are enjoying it. Seems like it's good. Uh, we're going to talk about it really fast because I was watching um, ACG. Shout out to him. Um, he didn't get to review the game. He talked about it in uh, his latest podcast uh, that um, he wasn't, he like at Monday morning, he was like, he was said that to be able to review the game. And then they came back and told him, no, he couldn't. When he could have easily get it on the street. He could find it on the street. That kind of stuff. Um, so, with that being said, my question to you, Stoney, because like he brought up a good question, because you know I'm the reviewer of the group. <laughs> we all review. When is it? When do you think it's okay to review a game versus if you should? You get what I'm saying? Like, should you versus or could you? Like, uh, let's say we got a review code for Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they revoked it. And you found it on the street. Should you still review the game or no? Uh, well. <clears throat> it de- uh, I guess it entirely depends. There's a lot of variables there, Perry. And it's yeah, a lot yeah. to unpack. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's not a simple question. It's, um, you know, it, if you're an up and coming reviewer, if you want to like get into the review business, I mean, like you have to make... You have to make it to where people will pay attention to you, right? So you got to mm-hmm. put in the work so that you can actually get the benefits from it, right? And mm-hmm. get, get review codes and shit. So, yeah, sure. If you find it on the street, you know, if you get a copy of it or whatever, some way or how or another, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting a legal copy, of course. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, you know what? Go ahead, review it and stuff. But, like, if you're an established, you know, personality reviewer, talent online, uh, and, you know, a company contacts you and and asks send you a code and asks you to review their game right as you know a marketing thing because mm-hmm. that's how their marketing works um and then they revoke your copy and say we don't want you to do a review anymore then you don't i guess <laughs> yeah so it's kind of a double-edged sword kind of thing it's like well yeah you could like because like because even if you're established and you could have the access to getting said copies it's like well should i or not nah. I mean, I feel like if you get the review code, then yeah, you probably should. I would put out every review you could. Yeah. Um, you know, you should, you know, every game should be reviewed and you should review every game yeah. right, that you can, right? Yeah, I'm not um, talking about me street dating anything. It was just a curious question. So, <laughs> it's like, wait, what? So, should, like, 
it's one of those like if you have anything to say about I think they had I think this was a big conversation with like the cyberpunk because everyone figured that cyberpunk was going to be their breakout game but it turned out not to be like the review stuff and what I'm this goes back to RE8 because apparently uh, I guess the way the NDA is or something like there's some stuff that they weren't allowed to talk about during it and also, it's like the way that the people people are talking about in their reviews isn't matching up with their scores. So it's like, wait, what? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like I've heard, like so I've seen, like I've just looked at Gamespot or IGN. Like IGN gave it an eight, Gamespot gave it a nine. I mean, everybody knows how I feel about Gamespot right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> like their scores aren't matching up with what they're saying. So like the the way that your reviews coming across isn't matching up with your score. That's all. I was just curious what your opinions on that was. Uh, well, I mean, as far as like review scores go and everything, it's like that's a whole other can of worms. I think. Because <laughs> yeah. um, the, you know the. It, you see a lot of games that get like 7s and 8s and stuff, but that's just like basically indicative of this game is okay. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's playable. Because mm-hmm. um, after you start to get below like a 7, it's actually like that's a score you give to a game that's like unfinished or incomplete in some way, typically. Yeah. yeah. Like it's missing like some crucial functions and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's why you don't really see like 1s and 2s on games and stuff. Because that's like this is a piece of software that's not playable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's another game that came out yesterday, which you were talking about Boulder's Gate being 30 bucks. Uh, have you heard Hood and Outlaw? Uh, yeah, that comes out next week, don't it? It came out today. It came out today. Uh, I mean, yesterday, so it came out yesterday. Really? Uh, it's not that great. Yeah, I wasn't sure how that was going to work exactly. It, I, I'd seen people talking about it, but not necessarily like what the game is about, I guess. I, yeah. I've recently heard that it was a PV, PVE game. Like, where... I, I think the goal of the game is, like, there's a group of players that acts as, like, the the outlaws and bandits, and they're trying to steal, I guess, treasure or gold or something from, like, a, yeah. a tower or something, some defensible location... <laughs> And then there's another set of players that's acting as, like, the the sheriff and police force and trying to keep the outlaws out. Yeah. So I think that's kind of yeah. how the game is supposed to work. Um, it sounds interesting, um, but it probably requires a lot to execute properly. It's only, it's multiplayer only, too. Well, yeah. Yeah, so Cause, it's Because like... it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a squad-based, you know, probably... Some sort of like hero power based yeah. sort of system. I don't know. It's just crazy that there's no single player whatsoever, and it. it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Are you cool? Are you fine with just these single multiplayer only games? I mean, I'm, multiplayer I'm, only games are fine. Single player only games are fine too. I mean, you just have, yeah. you know, the, it's different audiences. It's different people like different games, so mm. I think they're both fine. Yeah. Um, I don't like single player games that are online only, though. <laughs> like uh, what up Outriders anyway <laughs> okay Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2 will have different atmospheres says director Ooh. cool 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 of course but when's the game coming out 
<laughs> Thank you, Namora, for letting us know that we're going to be exploring the wilderness a lot. But when does the game come out? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> I, I really hope that the, this integrate. How how big do you think that inter, the uh, Yuffie content is going to be? Maybe like five hours. The Yuki content? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would say it's probably not super crazy long. I mean, it's probably only like four or five hours, I would think. Yeah. Because um, it's just a little like side DLC story. It's like what Yuffie was doing while the rest of the gang was fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the car. And they didn't run into each other whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, and they never ran into each other. Because <laughs> you, don't, you don't see Yuffie until like disc three or whatever the fuck. I saw her in disc one. <laughs> I made sure to get her in disc one. Yeah, I'm uh, just talking shit. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, some people didn't get Yuffie at all. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. How, how do you miss Yuffie? Hey, well, I mean, it's easy to do. You can just miss her. You miss Yuffie and you can miss Vincent. Mm-hmm. But no, that's kind of pretty cool. Resident Evil Village can apparently run without a graphics card on PC. Do what? I know, right? That's weird. Tell me more about this. <laughs> How does that work, Perry? Please explain. The game is optimized to be scaled down. Oh, all these ads, guys. Ugh. I mean, yeah. Uh, the game is optimized enough to be scaled back to compensate for a weaker hardware. There is one caveat. The players must drop Resident Evil Village's resolution to at least 1080p. PC Gamers notes that 720 offers a far better performance results. Okay, so it, it runs on the onboard graphics, is yeah, what it's saying, yeah. because it can scale down so hard. Mm-hmm. That's cool, though, like, that, <laughs> that it actually, like, the engine has support to where it can scale itself down that much. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of, like, um, the the big thing for, like, why you need, like, the newest and greatest, like, GPU of currently mm-hmm. in this generation mm-hmm. is to get to 4K 60fps or 4K 120, right? Yeah. Um, because a 4K frame is literally like like 16 times as much mm-hmm. pixels, right? It, it's it's a ridiculous amount. Uh, going from a 1080 frame mm-hmm. to a 4K frame. Yeah, so that I mean that's just cool though that people are digging this game. I've got it downloaded, ready to go, but near comes first. <laughs> Stone's ready to play it, but he has other games to play. He's playing Boulder Gate. We got big things to watch first. Uh, exclusively last six months new trailer rules. Final Fantasy reintegrates PS5 exclusivity last six months. Oh wow. Okay. Is but Final Fantasy is not even out for the Xbox yet. Just thought about that, Stone. Is it not? It's still not over. I thought the base game was out for the Xbox. Hmm. I thought. Still I thought out. the remake was still on the. It's still it's still exclusive. It should be it should be now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know that Integrate is going to be exclusive to PlayStation. I think it's exclusive to PlayStation Five, even. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I think you can't even play it on PS Four. Yeah. The yeah. It's only for that. So it's like yeah. It's kind of cool. Um. Let's see. Lost Judgment officially announced launching worldwide in September. So, 
this is kind of cool. Uh, for if you are a Yakuza fan, there was an article that went around on IGN yesterday that between Yakuza and Judgment, uh, Yakuza going for it is going to be a turn-based game, while Judgment is going to remain in a uh, role-playing game only. Mm. So I was like, well, that's cool. Maybe I should really check one of these games out, finally. <laughs> Which Yakuza do you start off with? <laughs> Yakuza 1. Oh, God. Graphics, though. Graphics! <laughs> okay, so the OG Final Fantasy 7 is on the Xbox Store. Okay. Like, fucking PS1 era graphics and all. Okay. Uh, but... The remake is not on. Yeah, it's just Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't talk last week. Last weekend was Returnal weekend. Uh, um, there was a patch that came out that makes the game safe to play <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> no bug wipes. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard some. It had some interesting bugs and stuff going on. Um. I mean, luckily, like, it's not, like, a multiplayer game, so it doesn't have that level of complexity to it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I believe that there was some corruptive save states, essentially, because yeah. it doesn't... You don't have, like, save games necessarily in Returnal, but it does kind of save your world state, I guess, in a way. Yeah. So, apparently, I was, like I said, I was listening to that podcast yesterday. The hardest biome that you go to mm-hmm. is the first one, and then after that, it's a cakewalk. Really? Yeah. I was like, really? And then, like, comes back to the conversation, like, some people are like, well, you can't go in playing, like, if you're saying, like, you're a Dark Souls fan, you can't come in and show, like, oh, this isn't hard, but it's a roguelike. Roguelikes don't really end. People play Hades, you can have different runs, you can do all that, but I'm not going, like, I am not going to play something that seems, like, a bit story-driven, and if you're getting... Bits and pieces of story here and there. It should just be that way. I don't know. Or at least be like Ori. I mean, sheesh. That was kind of like a um, roguelike where you had like three different spots to save the game. And if you did, if you died, you would start all over at the beginning. Something like that. But like everyone wants hard. Yeah, I've known some people that have taken forever to beat the game. Know some people that have only taken twenty hours to beat the game. Mm. So, if you're in the mood to play Return, I'll go for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I I think that a lot of people seek that challenge, right? Because they want to feel like they've acquired a skill, right? And, and it feels like um, you know you have you know mastered, I guess, your your craft of the of playing this game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's you know, one of the ways people enjoy games, and if you enjoy if that you know gives you extra enjoyment out of the game, then yeah, go for it. You know what I mean? Like if if you need that challenge based experience, then yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like that's something that you know is up a lot of people's alley. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that dark sword, dark dark souls combat. So yeah, I, I think it's just cool. I don't know, just cool that some people are really enjoying the game and others are just like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, another big thing we've talked about is uh, this past week we've had uh, Epic and Apple news. Okay. Okay. We always have a little updates. This, uh, we're getting into the meat of it now, boys. Like it's, <laughs> really? it's, it's starting to get hot and heavy. Um, so, you know, the, 
Epic and Apple have been going back and forth and presenting different arguments and presenting information and stuff. And um, I haven't read all the court documents and everything, but it is public knowledge. So you, if you want it, go for it. You know what okay. I mean? It's all out there, laid bare. Um, so one of the big things uh, that I've heard about coming out of this trial is actually uh, Epic has talked about uh, Sony's, like, complicitness, I guess, in uh, this whole ecosystem mm-hmm. being an issue, right? Um, and apparently, uh, even though Sony has publicly, up to this point, you know, said, yeah, uh, we're supporting crossplay. If developers want crossplay, it's up to them to put it in their game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're here for it, so go for it, you know? Um, which, you know, sounds to me like, oh, okay, so uh, it's just on developers to basically flip a switch, right? Uh, it's more complicated than that, but, you know, it's up to them to just turn it on and it's fine, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, the caveat to that is uh, apparently Sony requires the developer to give them, uh, like, consistent updates mm-hmm. on how much revenue the game is making and where that revenue is coming from. And then they're requiring... Uh, the developer pays Sony royalties if Sony isn't making enough money off of the game. Good gosh, really? Yep. So, like, with Fortnite, for instance, right, um, because Epic was able to present those numbers, um, I think something like uh, 29% of the player base played on PlayStation, but only, like, 20% of Epic's or Fortnite's revenue came from PlayStation players. So... Because of that, they're requiring Epic to basically give them a cut of that 9% or whatever. Because apparently Sony's players are playing more of the game, but they're not spending as much money. So we deserve some of that money that you're making. Because it's part, it's our hardware that's, you know, supporting your player, your player base over here or whatever. Holy shit. <sighs> so... If you wonder why cross-platform games aren't that common, that's why. I think he posted that in the Discord, too. Yep. And yeah. I'm like, God damn, that's, that's a son of a bitch. Like, I was all, like, you know, I was all for defending Sony and stuff like that, because it's like, yeah, sure, they, you know, they're here, they're here for cross-play and stuff like that, but apparently they're fucking not. <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> I say, like, I'm pretty sure they're not. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they are just here to take money from everybody that they can. So, yeah. uh, fuck that. And fuck them, apparently. So, oh, it's funny. Also, even more Sony news Days Gone PC won't support DLS or ray tracing. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, that, that would have to. Comp- the, the thing with ray tracing support is like that's not just a flip a switch and turn it on no it's not that's that's a whole thing um because it, it it completely redoes how your game does lighting mm-hmm. um because game developers over the years have learned tricks right to basically emulate ray mm-hmm. tracing to make a game look like it's got ray tracing in it without have, actually having it yeah. Because we, we've had this technology in like movies and stuff and Pixar movies for ages, right? Like that that's how they, they render 3D movies and stuff and how they've done it for years. Um, which it's not a problem 
to do it for rendering a movie. Uh, but to render a frame on the fly, it's very complicated and very hardware intensive. Yeah, it sounds so, like it. Um, you know, and even even the level of ray tracing that we have in like consoles and on GPUs, like modern day GPUs on PCs, it's not the same thing that they're using in like Pixar movies and stuff. It's still kind of like a cheat. It's yeah. do it is rendering the rays in real time, but it's not like doing all of the work yeah. in that way. Um, so I mean, even even though it, we're at that point, we're still not a hundred percent yet. Oh, um, but it, it's also like. Um, the way that, you know, the way that developers have, have worked over the years to do lighting and do tricks and stuff to make it look like, you know, it's actually like ray traced shadows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It makes the, the games look really good and they, the developers have gotten really good at those tricks, right? Um, but most of that stuff is like baked into like the level design and levels of the game and stuff. So you can't just like flip a switch and turn on ray tracing. You have to design your game with ray tracing in mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think any, I don't think we'll see like many, like of the last of like our last generation games, like, like days gone forward, you know, those kind of games. I don't think we'll see many of those get like ports to PC and just have ray tracing all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. That because that sense. would require a patch. That's like a whole, that's another thing that they'll have to support and put yeah. on top of it. Yeah, that's how Control was able to probably get away with it. Right? Well, Control actually had it built in because uh, that was built into the PC version of the game to begin with. Okay, gotcha. So gotcha. they were able to more or less flip a switch and turn it on. <laughs> they were like, yeah, it, it wasn't quite that, but they, they they were able to do it because they had already built that into the PC version of the game. Mm, okay. So. Well, okay, that's cool. So, I don't know if you saw this, but Valve facing a new lawsuit over Steam Digital Dominance. Yeah. Well, Sony's got one, too. Yeah. Uh, His I mean, companies, you, man. Well, I mean, you can talk about Valve real quick, and I'll, I'll, I'll poke at Sony at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Gainer and two other people are challenging Valve with a lawsuit over the company's dominance in PC digital games distribution. On a blog, CEO David Rosen revealed that he is leading a class action antitrust lawsuit representing game developers against Valve Corporation. He asserted that the near dominance of Steam on the PC's games market increases the prices of games due to Valve servers taking a 30% commission from the sale of each game. He also stated that any attempts to diverge from that system would result in a game's a game being removed from Steam. Damn. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> Damn. They're just, just straight up gonna be like, all right, well, uh, get the fuck off my platform then. <laughs> yeah. You don't like it? Go somewhere else. Oh, there is nowhere else? Fuck you then. <laughs> oh gosh, you can go to Epic with you. I don't know if you want to go there right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, the problem is like Epic's. I mean, they're working on it, but it's yeah. not. It's not as fleshed out as Steam because Steam's been in the game for fucking twenty years, you know. Um, but yeah, Sony actually has a very similar lawsuit. Um, basically, uh, it's an antitrust lawsuit because um, it you know it used to be you could go to like physical storefronts and buy like gift cards with like codes to redeem for digital games, right? Uh, but they no longer support that apparently. 
What the digital like where you can buy the digital codes off stores? I know that. Yeah. So um, where where you could go to you could go to like GameStop for instance and buy like a digital code to redeem and get a copy of Resident Evil Village on the PlayStation Store, right? Yeah, you can't do that anymore. I you know can't, that. Yeah, you can't do that on the PlayStation anymore, and uh, you know that's an antitrust thing. Basically, they're saying that well, you're basically saying that any any digital like digital only game can only be sold on your platform, and we're moving to a more digital world. You know what I mean? Yeah. At a certain point, something's got to give, and it's going to be Sony because if you're saying that okay, you can only buy games on our platform, then that's going to cause a problem. I mean, honestly, that is the that is the case because I remember uh, I'm a I'm a local shopper at your at Best Buy. I I go there a lot. They know me by name, yada yada yada. That's not a good thing, Perry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they know me by name. I mean, what is it? Real, like that is true though. Like some people don't. Some people don't like doing that. Like at restaurants, so, like if they like if people know their order, they'll stop going there for a while, so they don't know their order anymore. Yeah, uh, I mean, it means you go there too often. That's what it means. It means you spend too much money at GameStop or at Best that's Buy. Fine. No, but some people like. And you talk to other some other friends like they're like, I like that though. It means I get like a little more because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a favorite. I'm a regular. I'm like, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> not how that works. They're judging you, and you know it. <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't work that way. But anyways, um, they are like I remember I wanted to get Tomb Raider, um, like the Shadow of Tomb Raider, like digitally. And he said, oh, we're, we don't seem to be able to get that right now. We can't give you, like, a digital code anymore. And, like, ever since then, like, Sony says, like, they they are removing that. You can only get it from their store. Uh-huh. So, it's like, damn. Like, <laughs> why is Nintendo okay with it? Why is Xbox okay with the digital code, you know? Uh-huh. It makes no sense. Well, I mean, I think that Sony is trying to be more like Apple, I guess, in the way that, like, Apple has everything completely locked down on their side, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which is the, the crux of, um, you know, Epic's whole argument in this court case that they're fighting with Apple right now. Um, you know, basically, that you know, they're saying that it's not, it, this is anti-competitive and it's not fair for you to completely lock down this device and say that only you... That you are the gatekeeper for any transactions that flow across this device. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I I tend to agree with Epic, honestly, because I think it's, uh, you know, it's more pro-consumer and fuck big companies. Yeah. So anything that's more pro-consumer, I'm for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, being able to have companies, you know, directly, you know... Being able to purchase directly from a company as opposed to going through Apple and getting, you know, charged for the privilege mm-hmm. uh, seems like a better solution, um, even though, honestly, just why are we buying digital currencies anyway, but fuck it. Um, that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah, like, there's a lot of can of worms that we can get. There, there, there are several worms. We have worm piles. and <laughs> Yeah, you know. we got, like... <laughs> okay, uh, it, it's just crazy that this is all going on now. It's like... Shit's getting on fire right now, Stone. <laughs> well, I, I think they're trying to tee up for the future is what it is because they want... Um, have you heard of a concept called the metaverse? Like the metaverse. Yeah, so it, it's like it's a concept for like um, how people interact online socially and stuff. Um, 
I'm by no means an expert on the subject or anything. Um, but essentially, like some some analysts and marketing uh, marketing people are thinking that like Fortnite is basically going to become somewhat similar to like picture the Oasis from Ready Player One, um, where it's just like a public place that people can gather online. Uh, and you know, it, it breaks down these boundaries between you know copyrights and uh, between companies that you know have been erected you know in ten foot thick for ages now, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, because Fortnite has you know Kratos and Master Chief right next to each other, right, and shit like that. Smash uh, Brothers, that kind of thing. Smash Brothers, uh, you know, Rambo and uh, So Calibur, some of the games that yeah. intermingle and, and, mo- and like movies and other yeah. content yeah. and things like that too. Um, so. Like, 20 years from now, you know, whenever we're old and gray, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I believe that that's going to become or going to be more of a reality is having, um, you know, having all these different properties and different, like, uh, avatars and characters from different games mingling together in, like, the same sort of spaces and going back and forth between them. Um, and I think the the laws that they're trying to set precedence with right now are going to be the foundation for that stuff in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So pretty much we're trying to have a big family cookout later on in life. Sounds about right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and the, the thing is that they don't want to like the company wants to keep their own piece of the pie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, so they, they, just because, you know, Sony or Apple make the hardware, doesn't mean that they are now entitled to 30% of Epic's, the software and yeah. actual content creators, you know, revenue, right? Yeah. Because well, it has, because Epic didn't make the hardware, these two guys did, right? Yeah, but the thing is, oh, this thing, like this, let me make sure I'm getting this right. People like Square or anywhere are making these games to make your hardware go boom. So, like, you guys might make that hardware, but we're over here driving sales for you guys. Mm-hmm. That kind of st- situation. I get it now. It almost took me over a year to get it. but <laughs> It'll come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> it comes full circle. Yeah, support some of these people. Oh, gosh. Um, Mass Effect next week. Might as well might pass on it hard. <laughs> Too many games. Yeah. Too many games. Um. If it, I might have to see a review, and if it goes on sale, I'll probably grab it. That's a go on sale type of game. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name of it? Oh gosh, what's his name? I don't know the dude's name. Stepped down from The Witcher, had to leave for bullying. I just want to know what's going on with CD Projekt Red. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think he was just uh, the director for like The Witcher. I think he was also involved with. Um, <coughs> with uh, Cyberpunk as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Uh, he was accused of bullying and, like, uh, creating a, you know, harsh work environment. Uh, they did an internal investigation, found no case of wrongdoing, but he left anyway. Saying mm. that he's, he's sorry for any bad blood he may or may not have made. So. I don't know. It's just a weird environment. I don't want to be in Poland right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's it's a it's a weird thing that I think I think the developers on 
like Cyberpunk 2077 were pressured by upper management to push out their title, even though they knew it wasn't fully ready. Um, so they, they weren't ready to wait and make the, you know, make them yeah, to have, have that polish and everything. Uh, so they, they went ahead and put it out and it, 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 it is, is what it is. It is what it is. I've, I've deleted the game. I don't think I'll play it again. So. Yeah. I still haven't beaten it. You're not missing out on anything. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably get back into it later on, but I'll see you in like, six months. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, right now it's like I've got. Um, I've been kind of in a holding period. I didn't really want to play anything new or anything. Um, so I've been, I had been playing uh, Control Ultimate Edition, which. I've already beaten that game, and I almost platinumed it on PS4. Honestly, I might boot up my PS4 to get the platinum on that one, because I think I have, like, two trophies left. Okay, cool. Um, because the, the Ultimate Edition is a PS5 game, and it's a separate entity with its own trophies. So, But anyway, I've been playing that, um, and now I've got Baldur's Gate to play through. Uh, so I'll play. I'll probably play that. Up until Ratchet and Clank comes out, and then I'll play Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just think you're gonna play until Ratchet and Clank comes out. Yeah, you're right. The lawsuit's here. Dang, cool. Dang, I'm just looking at everything. There was a lot that happened last week. E3. I think Sony's the only one that won't be at E3, which is weird. Whatever. I, I mean, just want everybody to be there at once to get it over with. Well, I mean, that's the thing though. Is that like, like. I think what it was uh, two years ago. Sony said that we're not doing E3, and uh, you know they were just like, we're just going to do digital, we're just going to do state of plays, and we'll be done with it, right? Like how Nintendo does Nintendo Directs and things, which is better than the state of play. But anyways, <laughs> I would agree for the most part. I would agree for the most part. Like I say, every now and then, state of play banger. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, though. <laughs> okay. I don't care about half this shit. I don't care about half this shit. <laughs> like, I mean, this most recent state of play, it was literally, like, I think the, the entire thing was 20 minutes long, and 16 minutes of it was Ratchet and Clank gameplay. Yeah. So there was, like, there's like, three minutes of, like, stuff, and then, like, Ratchet and Clank, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they did it with the last of this, so they did a state of play. And when it, like, I like it when they do it with their bigger titles. Ooh, I need to, yeah, I need to see if we can get codes. Yeah, I got to send an email Monday. Do it. Okay. I want a code. I want a code, dude. I want a code. I want to be able to play games. I'll write a review. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, you don't have to. You just come on here and talk about it. Then we'll release it. Shit. We'll do the kind of funny thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're only kind of funny though yeah we're only kind of funny switch sales near 85 million in Nintendo's most profitable year ever yeah well, that's like a, that's like what I was telling you I got a co-worker over at, at the bank and stuff and um, he was talking about uh, he was wanting to buy a switch and uh, he's like I can't find one anywhere I've been to both Walmarts both GameStops Best Buy you know there, there's you know not a not a switch in sight it's like, you know anybody who's trying to get rid of a switch? Yeah. I'm like, nah, but I'll keep my ears out. Yeah. Like, no. so, <laughs> That's, it is true. It's hard to find one. Yeah. So he's, he's, apparently he'd been on the prowl for one for about a week or two, and he can't find one. So yeah, It's cool. I don't think it, did they say what the new Lombex's name was? Uh, Rivet. Rivet. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
Ratchet and Ribbit. Ratchet, Ribbit, and Clink. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I think Insomniac, I don't care what anybody says. I know everyone loves Naughty Dog to death, but Insomniac's up there. Yeah, and, Insomniac's, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I wonder if we're going to see another Jack and Daxter, though. Like, that'd be dope. That'd be Naughty, dope. If Naughty Dog did some shit. Yeah, we stepped away from the last of us for a minute to make this shit. Right. Get that get that old school PS2 like all stars <laughs> lineup, bitch. Oh gosh, man. We're gonna go. I only played the third Jack and Dexter, and I thought it was really fun, really cool. Mm-hmm. Everyone liked the first one. Uh I think Jack Three is probably the best one, yeah. The first one first one's a little rough. The second one, it like completely does a tone shift and it's way better and awesome. So does he um, talk in the second one? Yes. Okay, because I know the first one he doesn't talk. Yeah, the first one he doesn't talk, and they make a big deal about talking about how he doesn't talk. Uh, and then in the second one, he starts talking, and <laughs> they make a big deal about, oh my god, he's talking now. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I think the third one kind of settled into that groove uh, yeah. with the, the from that the second one's teed up. Um, but yeah, the 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 first one was a little like, okay, well, this is fine, I guess. It wasn't anything special. You kind of like that in Sly Cooper, but a lot of people like Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper is legit. Is it? I never yeah. played it, so. I feel like I miss a lot of PlayStation games. I thought back in that day, I thought it was just Final Fantasy. Yeah. Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Yeah. Back into baseball with latest acquisition. Okay, EA is trying to get back into baseball. Cool. I had a friend that asked me, like, yeah, anybody want to check us out and check me out in uh, baseball, like uh, MLB The Show? I was like, well, give me like 20 minutes to remember the controls and then we can see how it goes. <laughs> uh, how D&D is going full zombie apocalypse mode and then directions your guide to Ravenloft. Did you know that they were going that way? Yeah. Uh, well, they're, they're, it's Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. Mm. Um, and so it's it's an updated... Um, I don't know the full story. I haven't... like a, I don't own Curse of Strahd or anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Curse of Strahd is the adventure uh, guide for... Um, it, it's, it's for an adventure set in Ravenloft, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently there's like a lot of like trope things in there and a lot of uh, like harmful stereotypes that are perpetuated in that uh, in that setting um, I, I think specifically one of the examples was um, there is a, a alleg- like an allegory for the uh, the Roma people um, you know commonly called gypsies and that's not yeah. you know a good word or a good way to describe it, a people and everything but um yeah, apparently those like tropes have been removed or reinvented uh, to be more fitting in like a high fantasy sort of setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see what what they got, uh, but I haven't like I said I haven't read the books myself, uh, or rather I haven't mm-hmm. read Curse of Strahd. Uh, Van Brichten's Guide to Ravenloft comes out uh, in a month or so. I think it's coming out. In yeah, June. did your book come in? Fuck no, dude. I don't get no books. Nobody sends me shit. <laughs> Brittany gets all the packages. I don't get nothing. <laughs> Yo, like, I know you were saying that it was on its way, so I was just like, so it should be here? Yeah. No. Cool. It's never on my way. <laughs> what, 
<laughs> Stone's been waiting on a book that was been on a ship, on a boat. It's fucking on a boat for two months. For two months. Overdue. So what's what's the latest on that now? <laughs> I forgot what you said last week. <laughs> After D&D. Because I would really like to read that so I can like get into how to create the rest of this world. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so it should be, I don't know, shipping at some point. But it's... Uh, <laughs> like I said, it, it's it's off of the boat and it's in the warehouse at port. So it should be getting sent out via FedEx at some point, and I'll get a tracking number. Hey, you want me to order it so it'll come in faster? Huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but actually. <laughs> actually. No, seriously, though. No, that's like. <laughs> come in a lot faster. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's a Kickstarter, right? And the company is based out of the UK. So they they wrote the book. I've got a digital copy of the book. I just don't have the physical copy of the book yet. Um, but, yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's been annoying. <laughs> I got another book that's supposed to be coming in, too, at some point. What book is that? Uh, I, I mentioned it on our last D&D session, but it is uh, the... Look up the official title. Oh, Kickstarters are cool. Jacob actually ordered, for all you guys that are Monster Hunter fans, uh, he ordered the World Expansion for like pretty much 300 bucks. Hey, it comes with everything. And it comes like with real statues and like you're able to play. But it's not going to be here until next year. So, <laughs> Yeah, so it is the Tome of Mystical Tattoos. Okay, I need that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I, I need that. We can run that in a module. When's that right. supposed to come? Uh, it's I've, like I said, I've got the PDF already, um, and I should be able to. The way this one worked is you bought, you could buy the PDF, and you could buy a like referral code or whatever it is to get it printed at cost. So I'll have to pay like fifteen bucks to get the book printed and then shipped to me, I guess. On a boat. <laughs> Hopefully not on a boat. It's, it's, it's through Drive Through RPG, which is like you know the the mecca for books you know, on in the online world. Okay. Uh, but well, they, I believe, they are US based, so that shouldn't be too big of a deal. Well, can you send me both of them? Well, yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I I need them. So we're in, like we're in D and D game modes now. Right. Yeah. We got we got shit to do. <laughs> oh, I don't know. This was a. Uh, did we talk about this? Uh, Fable is being developed using the Forza engine. The fuck no. <laughs> what? what the hell is this? <laughs> Say it again, Harry. <laughs> Fable is being developed using the Forza engine. A new Fable game. That's cool. Um, they announced it last year. I, I know they announced the Fable games, but I was like, oh, okay, another Fable. That's kind of cool. The original three Fables, or I think, I think Fable two and Fable three. Are on the Xbox. Uh, well, they're on the Game Pass. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about playing those just to kind of get my feet wet because you know Fable was like one of the reasons to get an Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it was Microsoft's answer to the, all the RPGs and like single player focused games that Sony had, right? Um, but 
Yeah, I, I didn't. I hadn't heard that it was going to be rent, like being put together with the Forza engine. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. Because <laughs> um, I mean, you, you can make an engine do whatever you want it to do. Really, yeah. I mean, you, know, you can put it. It's like with a car engine, you can slap it in some other vehicle and make it run, right? Yeah. Um, but Forza, though. Well, I mean, the engine is designed like to make cars look pretty. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, How's that going to translate? Like, how are those features going to translate into Fable is what I'm curious about. Yeah, it's like, wait, what? Maybe it'll make the armor look shiny. I, I know. <laughs> like, I just saw, I just looked down and was like, wait. I think I was talking about this with somebody. Uh, can I have a water, please? Or is there a Coke in there at all? Or is that in the other refrigerator? It's in the other refrigerator. All right, I can go grab that. Let's take a quick commercial break. Or, no, we'll take a quick commercial break. <laughs> Trying to break shit. Yeah. I haven't been able to wear it since uh, we had the Jason's party. <laughs> so, to be able to get back in it. Hey, we're back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let me send you this link real quick. Okay. No, like I said, we're over here doing D&D shit. We're like, we got some cool ideas. Stone, like, if you love it, Stone has some cool ideas coming. I think... If you, uh, ooh, I thought about even doing this on Twitch, but I was like, oh, the player base that I have. How would you feel if I added one more player to the group? How would you personally feel? <laughs> Whatever works, man. <laughs> You're part of it, though. That's what I'm asking the players. <laughs> uh, I will say that uh, more people playing D&D is always fun, yeah. I think. Uh, but at a certain point, it's too much of a good thing. It's too much of a good thing? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I wouldn't go above six players. I mean, that's all I'm adding. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wouldn't go above six. I don't know. But I think six is, uh, I think it's manageable. I think... I, I don't know four, how Critical Role does. I don't know how Matthew Mercer does that shit. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I am not as good a DM as Matt Mercer, and I am okay. Uh, but, like I say, it's... Uh, like I say, I think it's... You know, four and five people, I think, is like optimal D and think six is starting to push it. Yeah. But I think it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like three is like a little small, and then six might be just a little too big, but it's okay. Don't yeah. over seven. Seven's too much. That's how many. Math, that's where Matthew Mercer comes in. Like seven. Damn. Okay. <laughs> and then he has special guests come in and fill in rows and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Some people really don't like uh row. They think, they said that they killed D and D, which I don't. No, I just I think a lot of people get into D and D because of Critical Role, and they expect all their sessions to be like Critical Role. You know what I mean? I think it. I think that's it sets unreal expectations for some people. Correct. But I love Critical Role. Well, exactly. yeah. I've learned a exactly. lot of uh, shit. I, I like. I don't. I don't watch it. I don't watch any of the D and D podcasts. Um, I think there's, I think they're cool, and I, uh, you know, if you like them, go for them, go nuts. Yeah. Um, and I think there's, it's also like a good way to learn about the game and to learn and get some inspiration for stuff in your own game, right? Yeah. Especially for tips, like the, uh, Matthew Mercer's tips and trips. Like if you don't know someone like I know Stone, that's like really into D and D. Like those tips and tricks really did help me. I get started like when I did my my Pokemon D and D because I was like, well. I have this basic knowledge of Pokemon. I shouldn't know what the hell I'm doing. So, mm-hmm. so it can get more complicated than that. Yeah, but uh, otherwise, uh, that's more like 
tabletop game, and I love it. Like, um, if I'm being honest, I know Jacob would kill me when I say this. I want another DM screen. <laughs> it's not as tall as I want it to be. Yeah. We don't need it super tall. I just want it a little taller. I think that's, isn't that the size of a DM screen now? I compare it to like the, like the one I got from, I got an actual DM screen as well too. Like it's like a plastic one, but it's like as tall as I want it to be because like mm-hmm. players can't really see over it mm-hmm. and saying like how we have people sit on these sides, they can probably like look over. It's one of those things I was wondering about. <laughs> And like they said, this one was like a Matthew Mercer one. I'm like, okay, cool. And that's when I got it. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. I, that's just me just overthinking and having a good time. But back to games because... I mean, you know, if I had one DM tip to give to anybody thinking about starting a game or anything, it would be keep a list of random names easily available to you. You do not know how often you need to come up with a name for an NPC, and you just need to pull one out of your ass. Having a list is nice. <laughs> it really is. You know what's funny, though? Uh, every time I do, like, this is a fun story about it. I always go to the library to print this shit out, and every time I want to go, like, go, I go to, like, a random name generator mm-hmm. and, like, try to copy and paste it. Oh, you can't do that <laughs> at the library. Fuck. You can't do it at, you can't like go to like, you can go to Google Drive and do all that, but you can't like take that and copy and paste in anything. I'm like, really? Because you don't have the tool available and you have to install it and you're not allowed to do it at the library. I'm like, this should just be common knowledge though. <laughs> you would think. Yeah. You would think. Restrictions. Too many people are on Pornhub. I don't know. That's right. <laughs> Too many people whacking it at the library, man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we're not right sometimes. Oh. I mean, you know, we're, we're just all that's left, so. Yeah. Blizzard has lost almost 29% of its monthly active users over three years. Fuck yeah, they have. <laughs> what did I say a year ago, Perry? What did I say a year ago? <laughs> yeah. Fuck Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it again for the people in the back. Exactly. <laughs> say it louder for the people in the back. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah. They have uh, been sucking a big one for the past three years. Because <laughs> it's been one hit after another for them, right? Yeah. I mean, because uh, it was a year and a half ago they had the Blix Chung yeah. uh, controversy. Or no, it wasn't even. Uh, it wasn't even that long ago, was it? No, it's like a couple months ago. Yeah. Kaplan left too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, DJ. Like all, all their senior leadership, all the like gamers for gamers, you know, games for gamers people, like they're all gone from Blizzard. <laughs> so it's just nothing but like greedy fucking soulless Activision dicks. <laughs> our favorite properties now. Uh, <laughs> that's that's just. I just can't believe how far downhill they're gone so far, man. Good gosh. I I, I have no words because I think I saw an article. I don't know if it came from Kotaku last week or not. I could be wrong with that place. Uh, like I said, we don't know shit about shit. Like we're just doing freestyle like we said at the beginning. Uh, that Overwatch 2 is starting to look more like an expansion than an actual damn game. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. 
That definitely sounds like a Blizzard, Blizzard Activision move. Yeah. <laughs> well, you people don't have phones? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I want I want that fucking game to come out and not nobody fucking downloads it. Like I want to get I want it to get like a million downloads and like that's it. You know what I mean? And not like some like 2 billion downloads or something crazy, right? Like I just want that game to fucking flop. <laughs> and I like Overwatch. That's the thing. No, 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 not Overwatch. Uh, Diablo Immortal. The oh, mobile, Diablo the, the Immortal. The fucking okay. mobile game. Okay. The, the that... thing that started the downhill trip. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> it's like, that game's not even out. I thought that game was already out. No, mm-hmm. it is not. Oh, gosh. I guess it is what I, we would feel like we're not shady, but not really up to par. How do we feel about Discord possibly being bought by Sony? <laughs> well, Discord isn't lined up to get bought by Sony, but I think they are investing in Discord. I think that's the, the thing that's going on. Okay. But honestly, like, I know people are like scared about Discord getting bought out and it changing forever or whatever. But I mean, if these console makers are investing in Discord... And that means that Discord gets put on consoles and you can just have a party chat with like PC, console, you know, and PS4 and Xbox and everybody, right? I am here for it. I'm, I'm 1000% here for having Discord on my fucking PlayStation <laughs> so I can use my headset through my PlayStation and talk to my friends on PC. That way you don't have to worry about the fucking PlayStation chat. Right. Chat. Or, or like have some like weird setup where I have Discord running on my phone and shit like that or whatever. It's like, no, I just have it running through the fucking console and have it work seamlessly across all your Discord installations. And well, that, I'm here for it. That's crazy because uh, the funny is that Jacob, like anytime he does Discord on his phone, it automatically drops him out sometimes. It does it to me too, yeah. Um, because it's like your phone times out or whatever, and it shuts off Discord and your connection to the, the Discord mm-hmm. servers. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I was sitting here playing Outriders, and Outriders is crossplay. You know, they have that you you can play seamlessly with. Like, I'm playing on Xbox, uh, George is playing on PlayStation, and Jason was playing on PC. We had the trifecta. You know what I mean? And it w- it worked great, honestly. After they got all their shit figured out, like from the opening weekend, because mm-hmm. the opening weekend it was a clusterfuck. Don't get me wrong. I bet. But a- after they got that shit sorted, it- it's great now. It just works, you know. Um, but they don't have any sort of like team play chat or anything, so you can't talk to your teammates just natively in the game. You just can't. Like even if you're playing like three Xbox people or whatever. Like, you just can't talk in Outriders. There's there's no party chat, there's no voice chat, there's nothing. Not a damn thing. So we're like, well, we need to talk and communicate in some way, shape, or form. Because we're playing a co-op game here. Um, so we're just like, well, let's get in Discord. Okay, well, you know, George and I have to get on Discord on our phones. And Jason's on PC on Discord and everything. So everything's fine for him. But it's like, for me, it cuts out every fucking five minutes. So... Mm. That sucks, dude. That's it's, it's crazy because mine, like, I'm in Discord parties all the time and mine doesn't cut out. Yeah. It just stays for hours and hours. and Yeah, no, it, it's like I'll sit there and I'll be, we'll just be humming along and stuff. And, you know, maybe we didn't talk for like five minutes. 
And then I'll notice, oh, well, whenever I talk, it doesn't pick up my voice activity anymore. So, like, I guess I have to reset my Discord app again. Because I'll hop, like, I'll leave Discord, I'll come back in and join the chat again. And Jason and George will be talking back and forth. And they'll be like, oh, we were talking to you for like 10 minutes. You didn't hear anything? No. No. <laughs> I shout out to uh, Dorian, uh, Monster Raw group. Uh, he has that same problem. He's like, he said, I was sitting there trying to talk, but no, I didn't hear anything you were saying. He's like, this is getting fucking annoying. Yeah. yeah but yeah, so if it, if it, if you can get it on to the consoles, like I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> But I'm just saying this, Owen. Just get rid of the PlayStation Party chat. <laughs> just get rid of that piece of shit. Because I do not like it right now. Because you gotta like get invited, and like if you if, like if you don't leave, and like well, <laughs> you're already like because you're already part of this group, you can just join the chat instead of just doing the normal party chat like they used to. Mm-hmm. It's like this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Stadia's head of product has left Google. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Um, I mean, the thing is, Google talked all that shit about how they were going to have all these first-party titles and how they were going to have like 2,000 games released in the first year or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck they said. I don't give a shit. I think it was like 120, but anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, it. they... They started like they they released this product that was only half baked, right? Because they had to, they they had to put it out a year early to dodge the release of you know the current gen consoles mm-hmm. now. Um, so they 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 tried to put it out a year ahead of Xbox uh, Series X and the PS5 release, so that way they wouldn't get buried under those console releases. Um, but I I think it just backfired. Yeah, like. Because the it just the service just flat out wasn't ready, like you couldn't even use your damn Stadia on a Chromecast, the Stadia controller on a Chromecast whenever it first came out, like you couldn't connect the controller to the fucking thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um. So it just it did not work at all as advertised, um, even under the best case scenarios for the game. Like whenever Cyberpunk came out, right? It had all those like. Uh, you know, performance issues, right? With, uh, you know, the PS4 version and the uh, Xbox One version of the game. Yeah. So, like, th- this is like Stadia's time to shine, right? Oh, your hardware can't run the game that you want to play? Oh, well, just come over to Stadia. We'll, we'll serve, yeah. reserve you some data, sh- you know, center space here and we'll run your game for you and we'll just stream it down to your TV. No muss, no fuss. You're good yeah. to go, right? <laughs> And it still just was kind of okay and honestly sucked a little bit. <laughs> like, That's all it is. Like, it's like, it just eh, whatever. Even, even like your time to shine Stadia, it just wasn't that great. Yeah, it's it's really not that great, dude. And it's not it's not even Google's fault, really. It's it's our internet infrastructure as a whole in this country sucks. So like it, that's that's our that Stadia's problem is the internet infrastructure in the U.S. is just piss poor. Mm-hmm. That's their problem. Yeah. So pretty much, say you get, you're just gonna get your, you have to wait a bit, maybe like five years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into politics or whatever, but I mean, Biden's infrastructure plan is supposed to be having is supposed to ha- it has like large sections that are dedicated to 
uh, infrastructure for internet improvement and rural infrastructure for internet and like improving that infrastructure. So I'm here for it. Let's go. <laughs> that helped me out too a right? lot. <laughs> Dude, that last mile is a real thing. You know, I and it's so weird too because I see people complain online like, just get better internet service, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you get internet? Why don't, it's, it's 2021. Why don't you have internet access? And I'm like, motherfucker, you don't live anywhere near, I guess, a fucking farm then, I guess. Yeah. Because true. like, it, it outside of a city center like you go like 20 minutes outside of town like you're fucking boned as far as internet is concerned if there's any it's only by one person and even <laughs> then so like you don't have a choice it's either them or you don't have internet so fucking good luck because it's a monopoly it really is um you got me started Harry damn it you got me fucking started on this stuff. yeah he's, he's always up we, we don't try to talk internet when it comes to this shit. It's stupid. It's, it's really stupid. it's really dumb and it should be better than it, but it is not. So, whatever. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West is the most anticipated PS5 game based on a new poll. I would say yeah, because it actually has a release date. As soon as they say, uh, like, here's what I'm, I'm anticipating. Okay, I'm calling it now. It's called Shot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got E3 this year. I know Sony's skipping it, but Sony is going to have a state of play right around E3. They're right before it or right after. You know, they're going to get on the E3 hype train. They're just not going to pay the E3 premium, you know. So in that state of play that is right around E3, they are going to drop a release date for God of War. The new one, Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. Tentatively called Ragnarok. Don't know that it's actually called Ragnarok. Corey Barlog has been tweeting some shit and updating his Twitter and things oh, like that. Really? Been, been shady and stuff like that. He's been like, I know something you don't. For like the past week and a half. All right, wait, uh, like, like he fucking does. Because uh, the man's an asshole. Um, but, so he, they're going to announce, they're going to mic drop God of War Ragnarok, okay? And they're just going to be like, yeah, and it comes out, It's they're going to fall out forward. They're going to be like, yeah, and it comes out in September or whatever the fuck. Yeah. All right. It's, or, or like, it's already out now. Why the fuck aren't you downloading it? You know what I mean? Or something like that. Um, so it, because it, they had already previously said that it was supposed to come out this year. As soon as that game gets an official announcement, like a date, mm-hmm. like, Everybody's gonna go ape shit over that, and uh, nobody's gonna give a shit about Horizon. Like that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm sort of thinking. Well, I think right now his tweets are just bloopers from the silence of lamb. Uh, he's not. He's just retweeting shit right now. Okay. Okay, that's cool. A small crossover. Yeah, this man is just going crazy. Corey Barlog, you know. Corey Barlog, <laughs> the the evil genius behind like the the most recent iteration of God of War, and uh, I guess he was. I guess he was lead on God of War 2 and 3, too. I, I don't think he was... He wasn't the director of the first one, though. Um, but he was the lead. I he was the lead. He didn't, he didn't originally come up with it, but he's been with the series for a long time. Yeah. And then uh, after that, I think after 3, he left, right? Left, came back, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And then God of War 2018 came out, and that was, like, his baby. And, yeah. <laughs> it fucking masterpiece game. <laughs> 
God, God of War 2018 is a guy is a fucking 11 out of 10. Okay, fucking go play it. Buy <laughs> buy a PlayStation to play that game. Okay, no, no seriously, like someone said, like The Last of Us Part Two is Sony's best game ever, and like everyone's like, um, God of War would like to have a conversation with you, right? <laughs> God of War would like to have a conversation with you. Like The Last of Us Two was all was cool and all, I guess, but like I don't know, it was just okay. I think. I'm getting a tattoo in a couple weeks, so I tell you a lot. <laughs> but mine are for deeper reasons than some Lysol Park Who. <laughs> right. But okay, so sheesh. Elon Musk promised to behave on SNL this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> oh, so what I'm currently doing right now is that uh, I'm watching all the Fast and Furious movies with uh, my bigger sister. Like, uh, like, yeah. so, because uh, we watched all the Marvel stuff, we watched all of it, and I told her, like, uh, well, if so we like watching movies together, so, like, well, when does Fast 9 come out, and it comes out at the end of next month, it's like, well, if we watch a movie, like, if we watch one movie a week, we should be able to watch Fast 9 together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, it's funny that you say that because me and Brittany had actually been going back through the Marvel movies and stuff. Okay. Like uh, we we're we are just about to finish phase one. Phase like one, we okay. have to we only thing we have left is to watch uh, Avengers. And phase yeah, one. I've done that three times. And I'm not doing it again unless I shoot my shot and this girl's never seen a Marvel movie. Then yeah, mm-hmm. that's the only way I'm watching those movies again. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I watched them all as they came out, right? And then I watched. Everything over again leading up to Endgame. Me too. And now I'm going through for the third time with Brittany. So. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. Oh, did you see that Phase 4 trailer that they dropped? No. I, 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 I saw that they had dropped it, but I hadn't watched it yet. Oh my god, man. They pretty yeah. much told us that uh, here's everything coming out for the next two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Captain Marvel movie is actually called The Marvels. Okay. And then Black Con- Black Conda. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Black Panther, Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah. That'll be interesting. I want to see what they do with that. Because, you know, they got... They had, they, they said that they're not going to recast T'Challa. You know, they're going to respect, you know, Chadwick's passing and everything. They're going to actually, yeah. uh, you know, process that with everybody, I guess. Yeah. And um, so I'm curious to see what they do. I assume that they're going to go with some sort of Shuri angle. Yeah, oh, apparently they said that it was just an emotional, like, that entire movie is just an emotional roller coaster. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Because, I, well, I mean, you know, you, you got you got to deal with the, the big sads, you know, yeah. and then you got the, the high, you know, intensity action that, you know, you expect from a Marvel movie. I'm sure you get some laughs here and there, too. But, yeah. you know... Um, I'm I'm sure that that movie is going to be a fucking <laughs> roller coaster of shit going on. Well, this is the thing they said: as long as Ryan Cougar was coming back to do it, who like actually because like he, nobody knew that uh, Chadwick had you know colon cancer, but Ryan did yeah. know is the fact that he was coming back and he said he was honoring his friend's wish to continue. And like he would want him, I'm like, dang, I'm kind of getting emotional talking about this right now. Right, <laughs> like, right. And just like, uh, just the idea, of like, he wanted me to move forward with this, and like, we really thought he was going to beat this. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like Chadwick Boseman, 
a lot in fucking three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <he did. laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I I hope Killmonger comes back because like, <laughs> I'm here for some Michael B. Jordan. Like, Michael let's B. Jordan. go. Apparently, uh, we're talking about Michael B. Jordan really fast. Uh, did you know he auditioned for Star Wars? Uh, yeah, didn't he? Uh, he he uh, auditioned for Finn, didn't he? Yeah, and he, he, yeah, he showed his tape. He's like, he said, I, I just failed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit happens. He said, I was like, I really feel like they would have to have Daisy really kiss him on screen. <laughs> that would be... That would have been different. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of which, next Superman movie will be an origin story with a black Kal-El. Interesting. <laughs> I have no problem with it. It's just interesting seeing it. I mean, I think it, it makes more sense for it you know, for Superman to be black. Just based off of the powers anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he, he's, a, he's a plant. He's sun. He <laughs> yeah. absorbs sunlight. I mean, you know, that's what this way does. So. <laughs> is, this, is this game really in 4K or can you tell the difference? Boulder's Gate? Uh, oh no! It, yeah, you can tell the difference. <laughs> like it looks 4K. Um, it's it's nice because it's not really a remaster, um, but it does look better. Okay. Um, and you can you can tell like because there's a few things that don't look better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it's not like because it it's you know it's a 20 year old game right it came out on the ps2 era it was in a four by three aspect ratio so like now it's you know you know 4k 16 by nine you know so it, it if it wasn't like you'd have black bars on the side of your screen you know what I mean mm-hmm but oh gosh sporting people I have to keep up it's a big day in the Premier League. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Give it here. Premier League. I, I know we're not a sports podcast, but... Damn it. Okay, what's about my order? Okay. Dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. They didn't win. What in the world? Okay, my food's on the way, guys. Sorry about that. It's like, what in the world? So, Chelsea won, unfortunately. Damn it. What'd they win? 2-0? 2-1. Okay, whatever. Okay, so everybody knows that Chelsea won. Whatever. We'll have to see them in the Premier League final. I mean, in the final. Uh, what else is there? Uh, well, some interesting space news. Oh, yeah. They finally landed, right? Mm-hmm. They finally had one land on uh, SpaceX, right? Or something like that? Uh, I'm not sure about that one. I do know that um, they're launching a, a new rocket from the uh, Wallops Flight Facility in Virginia. Mm. Uh, actually, tonight, this evening at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay, so 7 tonight. Yeah, but apparently okay. the rocket launch, because it'll be so late... Uh, it is possible that it could be visible all the way to the Mississippi River. Oh, really? Yeah. So we might be able to see it if you look, look out east. Hmm. <laughs> so what's the next? Hmm. 
Bob Newton's not for a couple more months, a couple more weeks. I did play Pokemon Snap a little bit though, guys. I never had to tell y'all about that. Play like five minutes of it, and like I'm done for right now. My food's on its way, and I think is there anything else we missed? I'm just curious. I'm sure there is, but who cares? I think we hit the highlights. You know, we we covered the last two weeks of news anyway. Yeah, like I said, I don't think anything else really happened that I could think of. Like we talked about everything. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think we covered it all. <laughs> I charge that. When, like, when it's just me and you, we get shit done. We go. Uh, yeah, we got, we got like, things to do. We got shit to do, man. Like we got games to play. We got video. Game. We got books to write. Shit. That's right. Podcast. Ooh, I can't talk about that. Anyways, <laughs> I always yeah, my own up job. and coming project. Yeah, up and coming projects. Uh, I did see something on here where Xbox thought that Zelda, the Zelda Breath of the Wild two was coming out last year. I'm like, why the fuck would y'all think that? <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. Well, I would Xbox. I actually saw a thing or something on here on IGN where Xbox gave their thoughts about the Last of Us Part Two. I'm like, wait, what? Why? You guys, Last of Us Part Two or Breath of the Wild Two? Okay, they thought that the Breath of the Wild Part Two. <laughs> What's that? Okay. What's happened? I don't know. Someone's. Someone's what? <laughs> Somebody, whatever. Okay. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, pretty much the Breath of the Wild Part 2, they thought that was going to come out last year, and they gave their thoughts on the Last of Us Part 2. Oh. Interesting. Well, I don't know. Let's wrap this up. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's time to get some chicken. What was your recommended game? <laughs> Uh, recommended game this week is going to be Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Uh, it's like I said, it's a, it's an old school RPG. Uh, it's based off of D and D three point five. So for you D and D nerds out there, it might scratch that itch too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a little rough, uh, and it's it's definitely got a bit of a learning curve. Um, it can be it can be pretty difficult to start out with, but you know once you get into it, it starts to even, even out a, a bit, I think. But it's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of replay, replayability, actually. Because mm-hmm. uh, once you beat the game, you unlock the uh, gauntlet mode. And in that, you play as Drizzt Dwerden, uh, you know, the famous, you know, Drow Ranger from Forgotten Realms lore. Um, so he's a playable character in the game. And if you complete the gauntlet, you can play with him. Uh, in the base game, mm-hmm. and it unlocks a new mode called Extreme Mode, which is basically New Game Plus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this game, I, I think it was ahead of its time. Like, it had a lot of cool features in it that, like, you know, are like I, I think the primordial versions of a lot of stuff that we see today. So, hmm. it's it's a neat, it's a cool game to play through. Okay, okay. I think I'm going to recommend. And it's out now. Yeah, the, it's actually it's out, out now. It's out now on the, on the PlayStation, <laughs> Xbox, and uh, uh, Switch stores, which is why I'm recommending yeah, it. Like it, it just came out on Friday. He's like, I'm checking this game out again. Uh, let's see. Game that I would recommend. Well, I think we're talking about infrastructure really fast. 
like some people were playing Street Fighter, and there's like, well, should you just switch over to the computer instead instead of playing PlayStation? Like, no, there's there's no point. You know, mm-hmm. they were talking about what little lag system, that kind of stuff, what tournaments. You're like, no, it's whatever. But um, I would actually have to recommend. I'm gonna go with the OD. Because someone thought about what game would you want to have remade. Legend of Dragoon. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. <laughs> right. Well, that's why I bought, like, I went ahead and, and bought, you know, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance and I'm playing through it again. Because I'm like, I want to support this game coming out. At the very least, I hope that they re-release the second game. Because it is leaps and bounds better than the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, you know... At, It'd be nice if there was a remake or a remaster or like a new entry in that series, mm-hmm. um, which I, I know we're ha- we have a new Dark Alliance game coming out later this year, but it's not exactly the same thing. It's it's actually centered around Drizzt and and uh, you know the companions, um, but it's more of like a it's it's kind of like a roguelike like like let's go and grind for gear sort of thing. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's it's not what this game is, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so I didn't know the other Dark Alliance game was coming out, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I like, I know, like, we took a look at the trailer, like, oh, that looks cool. That's the more you look into it, like, nah, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, it, it does, it's not like a story driven RPG experience, yeah, like, like what this game is, right? Yeah, it's, it's something different, cool. which is okay, but I don't know, that's necessarily like what I want out of it. So, yeah, you got any anime of the week? Anime of the week. Uh, let's see. What have I been watching, honestly? <laughs> I've just been watching Brotherhood, so I'm probably going to recommend that. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching Hunter x Hunter. Uh, yeah. Going back through it again. Um, I forgot how fucking slow some of that, <laughs> yeah. that show is. At first it is slow, but then like, it picks up. Well, yeah. I'm like, I'm just now getting into the Greed, Ar- Greed Island arc, which is like the best arc. So like... <laughs> A lot of people like Chimera arc and arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the Chimera and arc is pretty good, too. But yeah, it, like... The first season is really good, but I feel like they kind of, they have a lot of like starts and stops in it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like even like mid episode where like they're just sitting there talking or just staring at each other or there's just like a long like transition scenes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the the Phantom Truck arc was cool, but like also went on too long. <laughs> so... I don't know. It's cool though. I like it. It's a good anime to watch. It like characters are awesome in the show. Like hands down, they're some of the best written characters I think. So, uh, but yeah, I would recommend Hunter Hunter for this week. Hell yeah, guys. Hell yeah. This is a good podcast. Like normal. Good to be back. Feel feeling refreshed. <laughs> it's been a long way. Our food food's finally on the way. Good job. Right. Well, like I said, thank you all for listening. Sorry that we took the last week off, and we'll be back next week like normal. That's right. Love (laughs) y'all.